Welcome back to the second episode of Halfling's Luck. Um, I wanted to take this episode to talk a bit about uh, real-world history and using it in fantasy role-playing games like Hero's Journey, Dungeons and Dragons, Swords and Wizardry, Tiny Dungeon, and, and games that have their root in kind of a pseudo-medieval setting. Um, this popped in my head because my wife and I, being the uh, party animals that we are, uh, before bed we tend to log on to our library's digital account and watch uh, the great courses. And we recently finished up a 24-part uh, course, each lecture being half an hour, on Arthurian Myth by Dorsey Armstrong, which if you get a chance, check it out. It's awesome. And before that, we did one on uh, one by Tom Shippey, talking about different heroes through literature and film. And we're currently watching one uh, that's on the Black Plague. Uh, I, I've been kind of steeped in medieval stuff recently, uh, the Medievalist podcast, and I just finished uh, Ian Mortimer's Time Traveler's Guide to Medieval England. And I found these things really interesting in their use at the table when running a game. Uh, not because you don't you don't use it to say things like, well, it wouldn't be like that, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, you can, but you don't want to use it as kind of a beat stick on players. What you want to do is use it to kind of color your world, to add little accents. Um, like one of the things I learned is that uh, when I read uh, Mortimer's book, was that many bridges were constructed with assistance and funding from the church, and as such, they often had small chapels with donation boxes in them. Those kind of neat little touches can make your world feel more real, more lived in, and more active. And I think that is really useful and, and a great way. The little touches like that are what, are what get your what draw your players in and get them invested in the setting. You know, when when you can and when you can use those to kind of get them involved in it and it not feeling like just another, oh, I know how this is going to run D&D game. Uh, other stuff like uh, Mortimer's book I go back to because I just finished it. Uh, in uh, 14th century London, after dark, you weren't allowed out on the street. And if there was a crime after dark and they caught you out on the street, they assumed you were the guilty party. Um, if that's not an invitation for shenanigans... In a tabletop RPG, I don't know what is. Just the idea of, of, of digging a little bit into history and finding the neat little nooks and crannies and nuggets uh, can can really flavor your games and make them very interesting. And I think it's a great way to to create a world that feels lived in. You know, I'm a huge Star Wars guy, and everybody always describes Star Wars as the first lived-in sci-fi. So. To that end, you know, do a little digging, look into a little bit of history, uh, find something fun, a subject matter associated with history that you're interested in, and don't be afraid to dive deep. Um, take the plunge, as it were, because it's it's not all stuffy psychology stuff. A lot of it's really interesting and fascinating stuff. I was listening to the Medievalist podcast at the recommendation of a friend, and I found out that coconuts were a highly valued commodity and they were often used as goblets and made into goblets and in some cases because of the rarity of a coconut these goblets were worth more than gold you know and uh, inevitably if you introduce coconuts there's gonna be a Monty Python joke but just just roll with it because it will pay off and it will 
whether at least if you have reasonably good role players lead to your players becoming invested in the world um to the same end um i'm running a, a local game of the hero's journey currently and we had an encounter and in hero's journey kobolds are not what they are in dd they're much more the mythological creatures that dwell in the stone deep beneath the earth and we had a player who was the first dwarf that the rest of the party was human the first dwarf they had ever encountered and they were helping these dwarves with this issue in a mine and the player who did this without consulting me without asking just said they are the people of the stone what are their names uh, we do not speak their names you know they are the people of the stone and i didn't plan for that and I, it's not in the book but it doesn't hurt anything it, it shows active player investment in the setting they're trying to contribute actively to the story and that's awesome because that shows a willingness to get involved and as a dm when i roll with it that shows the play, that player a willingness for me to accept their narrative contribution and at the same time it creates a subtext of respect between this new player and the rest of the party because oh this guy knows stuff and then when they encountered the kobolds finally um one of the players introduced himself he said hi after his name was he said hi i'm bob uh, what's your name and i remembered what the the dwarf player had said so the kobold got offended and then they had this whole role playing encounter where they had to negotiate around this social faux pas with the kobold it it those kinds of things those kind of tiny touches create such interesting and surprising encounters for for players and for dms if you let your players take little initiatives now i'm not suggesting you let your players say oh well i have gunpowder when there's no gunpowder in your world because those kinds of things are going to unbalance a campaign but when players opt to contribute little cultural and narrative flourishes that's absolutely something you should encourage and try to roll with whenever possible it just it just makes for a more vibrant more living setting and i really can't recommend it enough anyway that was just something i i kind of wanted to throw out there and blurb about and ramble about cuz it just stuck in my brain uh so this is the second episode of halfling's luck and i hope you guys enjoyed it